0: What's it like to be a young Muslim woman in America today? This is Interfaith Encounters, and I'm Robert Hunt. Today, we have a very special Interfaith Encounters. My intern, Sarah Suleiman, has invited three of her friends to join her in our podcast studio. They are going to share with each other and with us a frank conversation about what it means to be a young Muslim woman in America
1: today.
2: Hi, my name is Madiha. Hi, my name is Afia. Hi, my name is Aisha. Hi, my name is Sarah.
1: Sarah,
3: over to you.
0: So we're gonna start off with a really like open ended question. So what does wearing hijab mean to you and why is it important for a Muslim woman?
2: Alrighty, hijab, which means in English headscarf for Muslim women, it means to me something that adds to my character, my personality, my outlook on life. It provides a sense of comfort to me as well. I've been wearing it for over 10 years now, so it's become part of my identity. And as a Muslim woman, I believe it's important because in our holy book, in our revelation, hijab is mandatory upon women. However, in our society, it's very much a choice. Hijab is definitely part of our religion, but it's not enforced upon women.
0: Right. So I think hijab actually has a very broad meaning, you know, because I think society sees hijab as like just a headscarf, right? But I think hijab also goes to, you know, covering your body and just being modest in general. And so, it's very important, I think, for a Muslim woman because it's honestly also like, the way I identify Muslim women when you're walking down the street is, you know, they're dressed modestly half the time, right? So it's very important for us
3: because it kind of makes us who we are, you know, in our faith. Yeah, like to kind of add on to what you said, like it is, a sign of modesty and like when you look at a woman and she's dressed modestly and wearing the hijab, you think a Muslim, but it's like also a way of character. It's about like how you act and also how you carry yourself, you know? So like when you wear a hijab, you're representing Islam. Okay, but hijab is not only for women though, it's also for men. I mean, men also have to wear hijab. They have certain parts of their body that they can't show the same way women cannot show. And then I think like that's so beautiful about hijab because it just brings the whole Muslim community together like it's not just a cover-up it's also a way to show that i am muslim and then it's so even if a woman doesn't wear hijab or she doesn't wear a headscarf like if she doesn't wear the headscarf it doesn't mean that oh she's any less of a muslim than yeah. any other muslim woman who does wear the hijab it still brings them together because like what if that woman wants to learn to wear it so right, she would yeah. approach someone who does wear it right yeah or she would go to someone who wants to wear it with her, like. The only difference between a hijabi woman and a non-hijabi woman is just the fact that one wears a headscarf First and the doesn't. Because the definition of hijab is much broader than just headscarf. I will also say that the point that you brought up about men also
0: having to wear, like, a hijab is yeah. a really good point because I think a lot of times it's kind of only focused on women. Like, oh, only women have to cover up. Right. And, like, it's only women. Men don't have any restrictions at all. And even Apparently. though the restrictions on men are definitely, like, a little less intense in yeah. that word perspective. Yeah. It's yeah. still very important to realize like men also have restrictions. Exactly. Um given what's happening in Iran,
3: do you think others are getting a negative image of the hijab? Yeah. There's already a negative image of the yeah. hijab as oppressive and stuff. So now that the Iranian government is forcing their women to cover up and wear hijab now and like people are actually seeing even though it's been happening for a while, people are seeing it now and instead of blaming the government for being oppressive they're gonna blame the hijab
2: entire religion
3: exactly and it's like that is not what islam condones like do people not understand like islam does not condone oppression judgment in any form like our beloved prophet like he was such a kind man and he brought people to islam with kindness and respect like no oppression whatsoever islam does not promote oppression at all so forcing women to wear hijab we we're against that we're not against hijab though that's so different from forcing people to wear hijab yeah obviously when a woman wants to wear hijab wear it if you don't want to wear hijab don't wear it it's up to you it comes down to a woman's choice in the end so in Iran, the women don't have the choice to um, show whatever they want. Like, they have to cover up. But that's not a problem with hijab. That's a problem with the government. Yeah. But people want to blame hijab. And it's like, those are two separate things. And, yeah. You know how America has Christianity embedded into yes, its government? Yes, So Iran has Islam embedded into its government. But the way America is forcing women to not have abortion based on Christian laws, the Iranian government feel like, you know, they're okay with using Islamic law to
0: force, force
2: women.
3: Yeah. Um, why do you think hijab has a negative connotation,
0: even within the Muslim community among young girls? So let's start with, like, just outwardly in general, and then we'll go into and how, it. like, other right. people Yeah. yeah exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I think they think that it has a negative connotation because of how It's perceived in the media for sure. Right. I would say definitely 9-11 has a very big role to play with it because after that, Muslim women, they would get harassed at work and be like, you know, take it off. And a lot of people see it as oppressive. A lot of people view Islam as oppressive. Like, oh, you force your women, you force your wife to wear it, you force your wife to stay home, you stay. That's not what Islam is. That's literally just that person doing wrong. That's not what Islam contains at all. But I think that... Plays into it a lot. A lot of people just view it as something that we must wear. They don't realize that it's a choice, and that Islam values women's choice.
0: I would also say that it's just so different from mainstream society, you know, because really, Islam is the only religion, like in America that I know of, that like is definitely identifiable right, by like wearing headscarves right, yeah. or by being modest. Yeah. So just because it's so different from you know like social media where girls are you know not really being modest mm-hmm. it's just such an odd idea that's almost like oh like why are you doing that or like mm-hmm. it's very questionable from like an outside kind of right because right? like in the
3: summer when you see someone fully clothed like when a non-muslim it's sees strange. a muslim yeah yeah they're like Wait, do you not get hot in that or, <laughs> yeah um, and then yeah. even in like ramadan
2: like you know yeah
3: even water or like you can't <laughs> eat anything, you know? Like, people just think that it's really like restrictive. Like but I think
2: that also contributes to a lack of information on their end, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. There's people just not just, much education, so exactly. automatically it just jumps to assumptions. Which you can't yeah. b- blame them for but it's kind of our duty to- Inform. Yeah, inform yeah. and get rid of those stereotypical I mean, but thoughts. now like Muslim representation
3: has grown so much yeah, and absolutely. you see Muslim yeah. hijabis like-
2: In TV shows uh, and exactly. movies. Exactly. Yeah.
3: But I kind of don't like how they make the Muslim girls take off their hijab in some shows. on Netflix. like...
0: No, those are horrible. Mm-hmm. Those are so bad. Those are so crazy. I, <sighs> I hate it. I'm like, so
2: much. Do you really want to see her hair <laughs> that bad? Like, come on now. It's not that deep, guys. I know. It's just <laughs> it's here. Just, but yeah, the second part of the question where it says, with younger Muslim girls, why does it feel like a negative perspective is because a lot of times if you're not in an environment where other Muslim girls are there and other girls who are covering and modest, it just becomes an identity crisis, right? right. I want to fit in with the crowd I want to fit in with the girls at school. Yeah. I don't want to be like the sore thumb, mm-hmm. but then, you know, just those pressures, I think in school affect younger girls oh, se- yeah. significantly. For sure, like when I was in
0: IQA, or like a Islamic Crown Academy, for like the two years I was there, like it was so much easier, like you literally, part of the school uniform was wearing a scarf. Yeah. So you feel so normal wearing yeah. a scarf, you know? Yes. But when you're in a public school, it's really weird, you feel like, you're conscious of it yeah yeah. exactly I'm conscious of it so I also think it has to do with the way I think parents are a big part of it like your family environment you know the
3: way that's introduced especially yeah I feel like with immigrant parents especially because they just came to America and they're so afraid of this new world that they're putting their children into because you know they grew up exactly where their parents grew up, so it was just normal for them. But they come to this whole, you know, Western country, so they want to protect their children. So a lot of them, like, kind of tell their daughters to wear hijab at a young age, you know? Yeah, I know. And in a way that's kind
2: of, Not necessarily the most conducive to their upbringing. Yeah, because then it's
3: like they don't fall in love with the hijab, and I feel like you need to fall in love with it. That's true. You need to be
2: confident with it. You need to feel pretty in it. All those things contribute to you wearing it.
3: And once you start wearing it and you love it, like for me, I started wearing it literally last year, and like I cannot imagine myself without it now. Like if I walk anywhere, like you know, it's like, you just can't, like, it's literally just a part of what you're wearing. You're know, you not going to walk the house with, like, without pants or something. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like that. So I feel like once you fall in love with it, once you know how to wear it and everything, you don't even have to, like, start wearing it properly. Literally, just start with baby steps and you just get there on your own. Yeah. yeah. But, like, when parents kind of, like, tell, oh, you should start wearing it now. Oh, you know, you've reached the puberty age. Start wearing it now. Right now. Yeah. It's like... Then you're kind of like, you know when parents tell you to do something, you just don't want to do it more. Like, they're like, do the dishes. You don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, but then, like, sometimes when your mom is tired and you see it, her tired, you're going to want to do the, the dishes, dishes yourself. It's kind of like that. Like, you want to figure it out yourself. You want to figure that path out yourself.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I was in, oh, this is a long time ago, fifth grade. I was in fifth grade, and I went to MIS. It was a public school. And... Oh my God. One time I wore a scarf to school because I'm not hijabi full time. I just like to wear it like when I can. And she goes up to me and she goes, I saw a video where this girl was wearing a scarf and she went to school and then she took it off. (laughs) That was it. First of all, who caught that on camera? (laughs) Second of all, but obviously those situations happen, right? It's kind of well, those situations don't happen. No, they do. Yeah. But it's so much more to the surface of just, like, oh, she just hates wearing this scarf because it's so yeah. And, like, you yeah. know, whatever. people
3: figuring out their own path to it.
0: Right. right. Yeah. And so I feel like, especially in those situations, it's so much more than just she just doesn't, there was a reason why she didn't see hijab as kind of, like, a piece of who she is or, like, yeah. part of her faith, you know? Yeah. So... I definitely would agree with like if you have to kind of fall in love with hijab in order to really like respect it and like Embrace it. Embrace it, exactly. As a Muslim woman, do you consider yourself a feminist? If so, what
3: does that mean? Okay, so I, I do I do consider myself a feminist, okay. but I also think Islam is a feminist religion. Yeah, because yeah. feminism doesn't mean that women are superior to men. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. It just means that they should be treated equally to men. Yeah. They should be given the same opportunities as men. I don't believe in like the certain wings of feminism that say women are superior to men or women deserve more. Yeah, of you course. Know? Because in Islam, there are obviously two. There's men and women for a reason. There's... Yeah. Different roles for each one of them, so
2: those roles that are yeah. assigned and per se are complementary to one another. It's exactly, a, like exactly. the couple grow together, yeah. it's yeah. not one is bigger than the other, like the man exactly. is not bigger than the woman exactly. in that relationship.
1: So, the prophet, his wife was a businesswoman, and that shows that Islam gives rights to women and allows them to go beyond.
2: House. They promote success in and outside of the house while maintaining your roles, but it doesn't limit you to your roles either.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: So, I mean, now I guess like
3: there's a fight for women to get like simple rights, like basic rights, and then people tie it into feminism. And I'm like, that's not even like a feminist issue. That's literally a human rights issue because it's literally like, okay, for example, you're taking away their right to. Like yeah. abortion, right? That is their choice. Why are you embedding a religion into that? If you're saying like you're in an America and you're saying that this is a free country, let the woman do what she wants. Like it doesn't matter, like what the religion states. For us, we have our own rules, right? Yeah. But there's like a lot of controversy when a Muslim woman says like, "Oh, we're pro-choice" or something like mm-hmm. that, because they're like, "Oh, you can't even like do that."
2: Yeah, your right? religion yeah. is not permissible.
3: Exactly. Like that's the thing because. You have to kind of separate the two when it comes to especially living in America.
2: But however, even within the topic of abortion and Islam not permitting abortion versus pro-choice, there are certain scenarios where it is permitted, right? So, extenuating circumstances do permit abortion even within the religion. Yeah. So, it takes account for different circumstances, different people, different situations. Exactly, exactly. It's not a one-all-be-all. Exactly, yeah. Force everyone to
3: do one whole
1: thing.
0: Yeah. I also think that, like, the definition of feminism, like what you said before, was it's the equality of like women, right? Because yeah. that's the entire idea feminism came yeah. out of because men were at one point, you know, had yeah. more rights and had more exactly. power than women. And the idea was to kind of up with women yeah. to equality. But now, like modern feminism is not really equality. It's more about superiority. Yeah, I'm yeah. better because, yeah. you know, I'm a woman or like, you know I'm but I feel about. like that's like years
3: of rage coming all on yeah exactly once, you know? that's true. so it's like you can't even say anything because all these like all, everyone is mad I mean I'm I'm mad you, know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you got to keep that line between Islam and the world yeah so, I really like your first statement
0: because Islam was is a feminist religion yeah, yeah it is it is they're very I think at one time I saw a quote on social media it was literally like three days ago mm-hmm. but it was like it was talking about how men are the protectors of women and I think one person goes, well, surely, like, if you're protecting something, it must have really great value, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So oh I, was, I thought that was really beautiful. That is a really good so way to put it. Yeah. I really like that quote. Yeah. It's really, really pretty. When you hear the word progressive uh- Muslim, what do you think of?
2: I think of a Muslim that was born in America that is trying to navigate their American culture and their religion, try to balance the two. And a lot of times, I think there's a seepage of both between, and sometimes the individual is trying to navigate which route. There are different circumstances to take, right? Do I take the religious route? Do I take my American cultural route? Right. Um, right. Yeah. It's hard to find the crossroads
3: between the two, because it's like, do you support certain things that America yeah. supports? Or do you not? like? But
0: even then, like, what does America support, you know? There's so, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many, like, there's so many different... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, whenever I think of progressive Muslim, I think of exactly what Aisha says, obviously. But I also think, like, I think of two kind of categories. Obviously, there's people in the middle yeah. where it's like, you know, sometimes they can be like conservative or like right. some of them are really progressive. Yeah. And it's almost like to the point where it's like, I don't know. I
3: don't know if Islam bends that much.
1: Exactly. You know,
3: there's only so far you can go to support someone.
2: And I think yeah. being a some progressive things. Muslim is keeping your religious values intact while trying wow. to become like a regular Support American a nice, teenager yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Exactly.
0: How do you exist in a progressive nature of society while not compromising your Islamic values?
2: I think growing up when you are raised, I think having fundamental values that are instilled in you that make it harder for you to sway from as you go through challenges of middle school, high school, college, all the peer pressure, that you go through in a progressive society like we live in, I think those contribute to keeping you on the quote-unquote straight path. I think it's definitely hard, it you is know, hard.
0: especially if you're in an area where it's not predominantly Muslim. Yeah, because your Islamic values are quite contradictory, right? I mean.
2: Testing, yeah,
0: not being able to drink alcohol, exactly, you know, Date,
3: or, or dating,
0: you not know, dressing, yeah. You know, yeah, right, all
3: those things. It's like as a Muslim woman, and obviously, as also like yeah, any Muslim, it's, it's your own path, it's an eventually yeah. it's your own journey there to kind of mix the two and thrive in it, like yeah. maintaining your Islamic values while also being a girl in America. Yeah, like, I think it also teaches you a lot about setting boundaries. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Definitely teaches a lot about, like, no, I can't definitely. do that. Yeah. And the ability to say that is, I think,
0: is yeah. really important. She so told me that from a really young age, like, no,
2: sorry. no I can't do that. Yeah. For yeah. bad. I think it's also a learning curve as you rise in your position and work and life and position and different circumstances. People sometimes think that Islam is limiting, but it's not. And if we're on the topic of women, there are Muslim women who are in every field incredible yeah. surgeon incredible lawyers incredible engineers tech and all sorts yeah. of fields right yeah your value should not be something that holds you back from progressing in society. yeah yeah society yeah
1: when you're like talking to someone like one of like your white friends like maybe they're talking about like a relationship they're having it's like how do you talk to them like with also maintaining like your beliefs
2: mm.
1: trying to find yeah. the middle uh, path i think that's what it's more about than because you also have to, like, you can't, like, change the religion. Yeah. You have to keep to, like, it, there is, like, certain rules you have to maintain. And you can't just change that because of who you're talking to. You have to maintain your, like, Islamic values. And I do think, like, Muslims struggle with that because they don't want to disagree with someone. Or they Then it yeah. just becomes a whole big The odd one out. Yeah. 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 That's true. And I think a lot of the questions deal with being the odd one out because wearing hijab, Makes you the odd one out. Being Muslim makes you the odd one out. Living in America and being a Muslim makes you the odd one out. So you have to, it's all like a test to maintain being Muslim and also I'm fitting into like society.
2: Yeah. Which is not easy. I don't know. Oh, we almost, I think, is really
0: sweet. How in like Walmart mm-hmm. or like in grocery stores, yeah. or like literally anywhere, yeah. if you
3: like see like a Muslim woman, like yeah, like, that's a whole different feeling. It's so, it's, you just feel more comfortable going up to like a hijab, right? woman. Yeah,
2: because you're like, we hey, the same. What's up? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly, you feel like you're related or friendly, exactly. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay,
3: like my professor, my chem, my chem lab professor, she's a Muslim woman. So, for my first day of come Lab, right, I see that it's a Muslim woman, and she's wearing hijab, she's such a cute little woman, and she's like, you know, but I saw her after the workshop, so there's a 30-minute, 50-minute workshop before you actually go into the lab, right, and so she was on a call because she had to monitor two rooms, whatever, so she was speaking, right, and so her voice was like, like she had an Arab accent, and so in my lab, there's literally no other Muslims, there's like one Muslim guy, but like, no one knows he's Muslim. I'm like, no, you know, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you can't really tell with the guys. You can't with the girls. So, like, I'm the only girl in that room who's wearing hijab, and everyone else is like, white, uh, some something yeah. else. You know. So I was sitting there, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, her accent, her voice is so scary." Oh, and then, Stop, so and then when they see her, so they say some more stuff like that. I'm like. Like you know, it, you just kind of feel kind of targeted in a way because I mean I know they're talking about her, but it's like, girl, she's wearing the hijab too.
2: I look like her. You yeah, know? exactly. Like given that's just... also in a very diverse university. Exactly, that you go to. Yeah.
3: exactly. So like at UTD, like I literally feel like I'm at my high school and I went to an Islamic high school, so I feel very much like like I don't feel the odd one out there. But in my lab, bro, I felt like the odd one out. Yeah. Oof. But, That's um, just mean, too. I know. I was That's like, I literally, I went, I went to my friends after the lab, and I was like, so I don't think anyone likes me in that <laughs> class. Because then also, like, then there's that whole thing where, like, how do you even like that crossroad? You know, like, because obviously you have to keep some boundaries with like males and stuff like that. You yeah, know? yeah. So in the lab, everyone is friends with each other except me and my lab part.
0: Okay. Well, I guess my question was more of thinking about the negative kind of factors that will, like, Muslim girls' faith in being in a Muslim community, like, in itself. Oh, within. Yes. Muslim girls Mm -hmm. in the community, Right, you know, they definitely struggle with, you know, trying to have their own mindset towards Islam, and there's also, like, very traditional mindsets. So, for example, right after college, you need
3: to get married Mm. right away.
0: You know, that's Mm -hmm. not even Islamic. That's just, like, cultural,
3: right? When they use Islam to justify some things that the culture
1: teaches.
0: Yeah, when it doesn't. Do you ever feel like you're not Muslim
1: enough in your own Muslim community? So going from, like, At school, like, a lot of people think, oh, I'm super religious because I pray five times. I do all these things, but in my own Muslim community, there are people, I don't wear hijab, and there are people who do wear hijab, and that can be seen, oh, you're not really a Muslim. It feels more like a competition. It's like you're constantly being, like,
2: criticized. How Muslim are you? Yeah. If you're wearing too much makeup, if you're not wearing your scarf, if you're missing prayers, stuff like that all contributes to inward criticism. I feel Mm. like
0: it's mainly targeted towards girls, girls. Yeah. really
3: no i not. feel like girls have more to be targeted on than guys
2: i guess because our parents are more protective naturally of yeah, the girls, of girls compared, girls. compared yeah. to my like, like coming home late things yeah. like that going out with friends how often you're going out things like that are all kind yeah. of kept track on mm-hmm. yeah
0: no i definitely agree that there's like a certain level of like competition like you know when you're sitting in a room with a bunch of other muslim girls and you're just like You have to play a part. Yeah, exactly. You feel like you have to
1: kind of be as Muslim as they are. And also, I think it can also go the opposite way. Like people who are Muslim but may not have the same views as you. So then you also feel like you have to change. You have to like match your audience. Yeah.
2: And it's like hard
1: not to, but you Mm -hmm. You
2: have to because you don't
1: want to be weird.
2: But I think all yeah. of this you would hope to grow out of, right? I mean, naturally, I think it is part of growing up within your community. But like, I would hope that we all reach a point where we don't have to act a certain way just to fit in with even our own crowd.
0: Thank you, Sarah, Afia, Aisha, and Medea. This has been Interfaith Encounters.